Rest in peace to Young Dolph. No other way to say it, man. Lost another one. Um, I was wrestling with this for like 24 hours because I was like, I don't know what. We just got to stop losing people. I mean, like, at least in, not in this way. It just seems like the same way, just repeating itself over and over. Too many mothers are losing their kids. Too many, like, kids are losing their fathers. Too many, like, women are losing their husbands, boyfriends, whatever. Like, I understand, like, hip-hop came from the streets. I understand there's, like, a, a power and a pride in that. But, like, as a culture, as a community, like, we got to put an end to this shit. And I know, like, it's going to sound weird saying that because it's, like, oh, we just don't want to deal with street niggas or hood niggas anymore, but it's like, but, like, what? look what the fuck are y'all doing to each other? Like, a couple of years ago, like, when Kendrick was saying, like, a whole bunch of shit, like, you know, we can't sit here and then, like, be fighting against all these white people. And then, like, we go home and then we kill each other. Like, what type of... What, where, where's the progress supposed to be on that? And then people were, like, mad saying he was playing respectability politics or whatever. But in the long run, when you really think about it, like, if we can't learn to live amongst ourselves in peaceful harmony so that we can ride with each other against the oppression that we face on a daily basis, then what's the fucking point? Like, we all just look like a bunch of fucking hypocrites. And I know, like, we all listen to all this, like, gangster shit all the time. Like I said, like, I got mad, like, a lot of my favorite rappers that, like, who make gangster music that, like, I love. But when I'm really thinking about it, seeing here as a father, thinking about all of the kids who don't have a father because of all the senseless violence and gang violence, thinking about all the fathers who lost their sons, mothers who lost their sons and all of this shit, I'm like, is it really fucking worth it? Sitting here glorifying this shit day, day and night. And I'm like, and I'm like, don't get me wrong, the shit be sounding fire. But like, as a people, we got to be like, yo, like, you would always think that the generation would want us to become better than the last. And like, it just seems like they complain more. Like they complain more that we're inside too much. We're on video games, we're on social media, but it's like you motherfuckers went to do the shit in the street so that we wouldn't have to. So at this point, why do we still have to live under the same codes that you were forced to, if you work so hard to make it better for us? I don't understand why we still allow our young men to be trapped in the systems that literally keep them bonded to rules that will destroy their life, the, the rest of their lives. There's grown men who have, who have been through gangs who get older and they're just sitting there and they're like, yo, like, it's not cool anymore. Like, you know, but then we still sit here and we still co-sign this bullshit. We still sit here and we still let these songs go on billboard. We sit here and we still allow these young men to sit here and indulge in all this bullshit. And it's like, do we even really fucking care? And we sit here and act like and try to act like we do. But at the end of the day, like when we lose people like Young Dolph, when we lose people like Pop Smoke, like, are we really going to sit here? And actually make a decision to be like enough is is enough. 
Are we really gonna sit here and be like, it doesn't matter what fucking what fucking block you bang, what fucking hood you from? It doesn't fucking matter. Cause when you're six feet deep, none of that shit fucking matters. So why are we still here doing this shit? It makes no fucking sense. It's a tough cycle to keep reliving over and over. And I mean, you you were spot on with the Kendrick thing because you know he said it in in I forget which song, but he says, uh, you know, I'm the biggest hypocrite of 2000, 2015. That was the Black of the Right, yeah, right. And it was it's, it was true then and it's true still. We seem to be living in the same cycles over and over. And what 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 hurt me the most is, you know, especially with the way I'm feeling about rap these days, it's like there's very few people that they may be from the hood, they may be from, you know, these sort of environments or circumstances, but they still have a motivational undertone in their music and you know, Nipsey was one of those people. And, you know, that hurt me a lot to see him go out like that in his own neighborhood by his own people that he was trying to motivate out of those circumstances. And then again, now with Dolph, again, it's just, you know, he was one of those people too. He had a song a while back. Um, I, I think it was just called Get Paid, but, you know, he would just say, get paid, young nigga, get paid. You know, just saying, you know, whatever you're doing, make sure you are earning something and, and, you know clawing your way out of whatever situation you're in and you know for him to go out the same way in his own city by his own people that he's motivating and showing like you know you don't even though we all from this place we could get out this place we could do better it's just you know it's just the cycle we live in and it's weird that i mean i wasn't alive in the 80s but the way the world now feels like how I would see it in the eighties with just so much violence and so many gangs of from so many different neighborhoods and locations. It just feels like we just banging on each other and, you know, a lot of jealousy, a lot of crabs in the, in the barrel mentality. And yeah, it was a risk. This is a real blow for hip hop, man. This is a real blow for hip hop. And the way, the way Memphis is reacting to it, you know, the city's on fire and, there was a, a reporter on scene that was talking to one of the bystanders and, you know, she put it in the best way. Like, this is only going to cause more violence, you know, violence only begets violence. More people are going to get attacked over this and shot over this and the retaliation because people people's first instinct when something like this to happen is, you know, point the finger and, and their grief is through violence and through anger because you took someone from them that they saw hope in and you know like you said that was someone's husband that was the kids fathers and you know it's just a lot it sucked a lot it just sucked a lot I, I tried my best to be off the internet and everybody was playing internet detective and it just started to really weigh down on me mentally man this is this is a tough loss I can't say I'm the biggest Dolph fan but it, you know I feel like it was something that didn't have to happen that happened and this is this is hip hop. This is rap, and this is street culture that somehow we still hold to a high value for some reason. There's it's, it's no way around it. And the problem is, like, I'm not going to name the people that he was beefing with, but it's like, how are you going to sit here and walk around and still be able to conduct business the way that you've been conducting business? knowing that this could be a result of your own shit. And it's like, and this is why I said earlier, like, 
these young men, I mean, Dolph was 36. I don't know how old the other two gentlemen are. I'm not even going to name them because I'm like, I've just fucking utterly disgusted with this bullshit. But it's like, how are we going to keep allowing young men to, to be held down by rules of like street loyalty with their lives on the line to the point when they, they get a chance to escape it? not only to feed themselves, feed the crew, feed the family, and they still have to sit here and still and still rock with this shit. And it's just like, there are so much, there is so much more important shit in life than this street shit. There's so much more important shit. And listen, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, well, you know, you didn't go through this, that, and the third. But think about it. When you're a black, in the, a black man in America, you are literally seven steps away from living that life at any given moment. It's that easy. One, a couple mistakes. And sometimes it don't even got to be your mistakes. It could just be people you hang with. You're guilty by association. Are you in the wrong place at the wrong time? And your friends are going to do something and to to stay friends with your friends you got to go with them it's it's we as as black men specifically we already got enough enemies and now we make enemies out of our own and it just turned into it just turned into moms crying and it's a tale as old as time at this point because it's as as old as i've as long as i can remember it's just been the same outcome you know you either dead or in jail and in this case, you know, and then they look at lost the, their life, and then they look at other people who choose to do different. And, and maybe it's different now because, like, you hear all of the old heads. They'd be like, you know, when the, when the dude was playing basketball, we kept them off the block. When the dude right. was doing in school, we kept them off the block. And I'm right. like, well, if they're on the same block as you are, and they choose to do something else, why couldn't you? And you know what? I'm not. And you know what? I'm a I'm going to I'm going to keep that energy but at the same time too I'm going to be understanding. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah. And I get that too. But if you know you didn't have the choice and somehow you found a way out, wouldn't you try your hardest to ensure that those that come behind you don't have to make that same decision? And the you thing is, think. though, maybe it's too far gone now because, like you said, look at Nipsey Hussle, who was trying to do that. A nigga clapped him right in front of the fucking marathon store. And in front of his own store and his own community that he was giving people jobs and hosting fundraisers and charities. And it just becomes you just become a target in your own environment. And that saying of it really be your own. It's true. Like a lot of the cliche you know sayings people have are for a reason you know people that see you come from the same environment and be like how come you think you better because you got this or you did this you know and they and that jealousy comes out in their actions so it's it's all bad man it's all bad i really hope that hip-hop and just the culture in general takes some accountability for this, you know, like, you know, they're not going to man. And they, they never like, do. we, we do for like 48 hours until but after that 48 hours, we right back into this bullshit again. Fuck that nigga. What hood you from? What set you claim? I'll shoot up your grandmama house. Uh, but you know, again, I, I, I mentioned it to you in, in, in text, but it's like that Jay Z line. He says, you know, we, 
damn, I just I keep forgetting the line, but something about we oh, let Zimmerman live. And 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 that's the other thing too, right? Like we have people like Zimmerman who's been running around here. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying violence is always the answer, but I'm saying if you're gonna bang on somebody, on somebody, right? If you're gonna bang on somebody, if there's anyone that deserved it, and like just to see, it's like yo, I'm just. It's mad disheartening, man, because, like, you want to root for your people, but it's like, I really stepped away from a lot of this woke culture bullshit because, like, it hasn't helped us in any shape or form in, like, the last 20 years. Like, I'm not going to say that. We've gotten a few things. Have we? But I think... When you think about it, what do we have? Like, Obama did more, and I hate to get political, but the first black president did more for the LGBTQ community than he did for any people of, well, maybe the Latinos because they got the Dreamers Act and that allowed them to stay in the country and to come well, to that the allowed country. A lot of, that allowed a lot of immigrants to stay in the country, not just them. Because even I'm like speaking them, specifically there's like some Haitians for, too and some like Jamaicans right. and stuff that were able to stay Okay. In. No, I respect that. But I mean, specifically black Americans that are literally disenfranchised by the same mm-hmm. systems that were created and are used in this country. So, well, you know, it's just all bad. Say, we don't never go to, to war with with the KKK or with the Proud Boys or none of that. But we're, we'll, we'll be so quickly to bang on our own living in Queens. There was a neighborhood. It was a projects that was four blocks away from another projects. And those projects w- would literally just have shootouts like every every month, like with each other. It's like y'all live four blocks away from each other. Why? Why? Every day you got to walk for these four blocks to go to the bus stop or go to the train station. Now you got to worry if your kid is going to get shot going to take the to take the bus or take the train go to school man it's it's idiotic i think about it all the time like even in my city like you you can't wear certain hats going to certain places yeah and i'm like i remember one time i wore a certain hat and like i went to work and one of my homies was at the job i was working he saw me with it he said yo do me a favor do not wear that shit at all take that shit off He's like, that's crazy not, too. He's like, do not wear that shit at all because he's like, I don't want anything to happen to you because of what that hat represent and who represent. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, nigga, I can't even wear a fucking hat. Niggas, they say California niggas in LA is worse. can't even. Yeah. Niggas in LA can't even. And you know what's crazy? I had an old head that I used to work with, and he was like, you know, giving me the whole like backstory of how Boston used to be. And you know what he said? He said there was that one point where there was like he was working in the industry. He met a whole bunch of Cali niggas. And then the Cali niggas told him, like, I know we bang like from block to block or whatever, but there's like some distance between them or whatever. But he's like, y'all niggas in, in Boston is like nuts because like y'all just go for hats. <laughs> And like y'all are in so yeah. close vicinity, and then just shit just be happening. And I'm like sitting here, I'm like, fam, like, like young kids can't wear certain hats, young kids can't wear certain colors in certain areas, young kids can't wear certain jersey types in certain areas. It's like, fam, like w- this is fucking stupid. It's, it's illogical. It's really illogical. Like when you think about if, if like racism like you hate someone for their color that's literally what we're doing we're hating you because of the color that you wear because that color represents something to someone else and 
again, I, like I, I've been saying, I really distance myself from hip hop because it, it's really illogical. Like we make all of this shit, fuck these bitches, fuck these hoes. But you got a mom, you got a sister, you got an aunt, you got nieces. Like you, a lot of the shit we're doing is illogical, and it and it only ends in heartache and frustration when people is locked up for life or someone's dead and, and now we're like stop the violence stop the violence but these big mm-hmm. rappers that we all put on top their main song is kill that nigga pull that trigger make mm-hmm. his mama cry make his friend die like I, I as i get older i just can't identify with none of that shit man and the thing is like there is a like there's a difference between telling a story and like living in your past than just the bullshit that we just get on a day-to-day basis. How many yeah. niggas get locked up? How many niggas we gotta put in the ground? Like how many, like how like Chicago niggas, they I get famous, they can never fucking go back to Chicago. Chief so. Keith has been in LA just chilling, bullshitting around in the for like the last seven years. In a mansion. He's not allowed back in Chicago, I think. I think he still got like cases or warrants or something but yeah no, I, don't, I don't know because even like g herbal he was talking about he's like yo like sometimes like he got to be careful where he go because niggas still feel a certain way you know what i'm saying and yeah. i'm like yo i look at those niggas and i'm like fam when i looked at g herbal and little bibby like all these years ago right yo dog i used to see him in interviews i felt so bad because i'm like yo these are smart dudes they're talented dudes and still this young. is the reality that they got to live in I remember Lil Bibby was like in an interview where he said something like, you know, when he went to L.A. or whatever, he was like, the people were just too nice that it made him feel uncomfortable. And I sat there and I was just like, that's fucked up. Yeah. When Chief Keith first came out, his interviews were were he couldn't because he didn't he was scared to answer certain questions and he was just like he ain't like all that spotlight so it getting it, bust down by the cops and of course you're getting bust down by the cops all the time you're getting bust down by other niggas all the time like you like you see a spotlight that's actually for you to be yourself and for you to communicate with your fans and with the people and it's just like you can't do it <sighs> i live by the chris rock joke now because there are black people and then there are niggas Niggas do ignorant shit, man. Niggas just do ignorant shit. And it makes the black people feel like, damn, man. Because, you know, when you hear uh, like a headline, you're like, please let them not be black. Please let them not be black. Because we all identify with each other. We all feel some responsibility to each other. A lot of other cultures may not have that or may not feel that way, but we do still have that. I think it's different for us here in America than other places. To an extent, I, I I do feel like, and you know, it's it's funny that you said that because like we do feel responsible, like yo, Dolph dying and Pop Smoke dying, like mm. now I, I I was at an old enough age where that shit, it fucking hurt me, you know what I mean? When I watched King Von die, I never listened to a King Von song in my life, but yeah. I sat there and I was like, yo, what the fuck? It's fucked up, yeah. and I'm like, I felt like that's one of my homies. That just that was in some shit that got that that shit popped off and now he gone. I don't even know these niggas. And I feel like us as a community here, like we understand that we have a responsibility for each other, but we won't do what it needs to be done to make sure that niggas don't have to live like this. Facts. Facts. That's why I said I hope some I hope 
the culture takes accountability, but they won't. They won't. Nah, man. I and the cycle so. and cause, no, Because you know what? It's hard to look in the mirror and take accountability right. because it's going to go right from all the young niggas that's still in the streets all the way to the OGs that's that that's like in jail and all these other things. Like yo, Kanye said on the other fucking on the drink champs, he's like, he's like, yo, I want to apologize to backpackers because you know what? Like I just love hood niggas. And I'm like, there you go. There you go. I was- he, even in in some of the new songs, he's talking about GDs and and don't make me call something something. Like he he's I don't know what he's doing. It, it just all comes off weird that he's trying to embrace street culture now that he's finally when he got started as a fucking backpacker, dude. Right, and my, like he and my had to fake it. It's like, especially when it comes to hip hip hop and rap, it's like they make it seem like no, they can't even say that shit no more, right? Just be, you don't have to be some hardcore street nigga to make some shit bang. We got fucking Drake. Drake is not a street nigga at all. Yeah. This nigga has been running the charts for the last 10 years. <laughs> Crying about exes and his mom and all this stuff. But now I takes... firmly believe that he's on top now because his shit is more realistic to me. To, than to these other the, the masses. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what's, what's worse is, and I'll speak for New York, is it feels like to come out of New York right now in hip hop, you have to do drill. You have to profess you're gangster. You have to shoot people. You have to say you you kill people. My set is this and blah, blah, blah. And that's why I feel like the cycle continues. Like everyone is just, it's just gang banging over rap now. It's like not real songs. It's just a catchy beat with just throwing up your hood sounds. and saying, yeah, like, we're smoking on this pack. We rah, bow, bow. Like it's, it's, this is not, you didn't First make all, a song. You just, you just gangbang for three fuck. minutes. Like, I listen to Pop Smoke music now, and I'm just like, he had potential to do better. But let's be he honest. He started making like, songs. Like, he started making songs, but he was transforming from that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I was listening to young, to to the, I forget, Thinking Out Loud by Young Dolph this morning. I'm like, there's a lot of gun shit on here. And <laughs> I'm sitting here and listening to that now, after seeing what happened to him, I'm like, Damn, dog! Like, what the fuck, man? Like, lost another one. Lost another one. You live like, by that and, shit. Chances are you like, will die by that shit. And the niggas like fifty niggas like Snoop. All these niggas still like yo. Like this gang culture is what it is. They'll still bang this shit all day. But then Snoop goes and does shit with Martha Stewart. Fifty got like fourteen different fucking TV shows he's fucking <laughs> doing. Like it's like, dude. Like, when are you gonna be like, you know what? Enough is fucking enough. Like we just like. I personally feel like my generation has the fucking responsibility to just eradicate street culture. I mean, it'll never be eradicated as long as people are living in poverty, because that's where it began. Like gangs started as groups of people saying, look, we all broke. Let's link up. Let's protect each other. Let's support our neighborhood. But then it just turned into violence. It turned into selling drugs. And then once the music got involved and it turned into making big money, like like that's pretty much Casanova's story. He was right. a gangbanger. He started making money, but then he started using that money to support the gang. And that's called a Rico. That's called racketeering. And yeah. they will take you out for that. So 
I mean, I mean six nine. I know niggas be like, yo, six nine is a snitch or whatever. But listen, th- th- his story is somewhat worse. He was a regular ass kid <laughs> who could make some good ass. I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with his music when he I first came out. I wouldn't call it good. Lie. I would not call listen, it good. It was energy the, music. Them shits in the stadium, they fucking go. <laughs> they fucking go. Like True. I like if you listen to that shit on you in the in the gym on the way to work, them shits go. Any other type of value though, they don't have it. But like as energy songs, they worked. But look what happened. He was making energy songs. He was like, I can't make it without an affiliation. Boom, he got Absolutely. the Absolutely. He started banging the banging the set and that just put him through the roof. He started calling shots and then he really believed his own gangster. And you see where that ended. He spent some time in jail and he had to rat on a lot of people. And, you know, probably his life is still threatened. So he got to live under security and all this other stuff, move his family around. Like, I really want to know, like, what kind of life people want when they when they start to affiliate themselves with the gang you know like dude like when you think about it like i can't blame him because like when you have no father and this is why it pisses me off because like when you have no fathers in the home like this is a this is a systemic issue for like generations right they removed the fathers out of these homes right and then they just left these like children around these niggas who who had no choice but to do bad shit because of poverty and then just let that shit multiply pretty much and it's just like you want to feel a part of something and i'm like i can't fault them because like if you don't live in the hood and you live in the good suburb you know what you join you join a fucking team you mm. go play a sport you go do some type of extracurricular activities Karate, when your schools MMA. are shitty when your schools are shitty, you ain't got no extracurricular activities. Nobody's doing no extra shit in the hood. What else are they fucking supposed to do? They're supposed to go bang on they for they for, for whatever the fuck it is. Go and it's just out. like, damn. So like it is a systemic issue. And like unless the system changes, then this is never gonna change. And I feel like it's kind of fucked up because like when I look at my generation, we don't have enough politicians. We don't have enough lawyers. We don't have enough people who's choosing the careers to try to change this shit. You, we only have niggas going. I, I mean, I know we're doing a podcast or whatever. I right, cool, whatever. But like, we only have niggas going into like going into entertainment. entertainment. I understand. <laughs> you know what you I'm ever saying? See, uh, there was a show on Netflix with Killer Mike. Um, I forget the name. Uh, where he was talking to, you know, like young, young black people. Oh, Trigger Warning. It was called Trigger Warning. It's such mm-hmm. a good show with Killer Mike. And he was talking to all these young people. He was like, yo, what do you want to do when you grow up? He was like, oh, and, and, you know, he lined up like 10 kids, boys, girls. And he was asking them, what do you want to be? And then they kept saying, oh, I want to be a rapper. Oh, I want to play basketball. Oh, I want to be football. Oh, I want to be a singer. And then he, he get down to the last kid. And the last kid was like, oh, yeah, I want to go into science for, for, um, you know, cells and stuff because I think science One is cool. Fucking kid, bro. No, but wait, as soon and then Killer Mike was like, Oh, really? Tell me more about that. And he and the kid was like, Well, really, what I want to do is be a rapper. And it's just like, <laughs> fuck, man. I thought I had one that could be to to change the generation, but no, but a lot of times this is all we like, see, you know, that we see the best of us going to entertainment. And it's different if, like, okay, you went to college. 
You you got your career. Now you have a hobby. All right, cool. Bang, you make a fucking fire track. Then you blow up. All right, you did the career. You did something else. But these niggas is just gunning straight. I ain't gonna lie. I feel fucking stupid for chasing this shit for so many years. You can't blame so yourself. Extent. You shouldn't because it's so it's happened to all of us. It's uh, the minute a lot of us, especially growing up in the nineties, we saw the biggest black people were in entertainment. We entertainment. saw them on TV and magazines, watching one hundred six in Park. You're like, yo, I want to be there. I want to do that. Like that looks so much fun. And a lot of it, it comes down to our self worth. You know, for ourselves, you think that will only feel important or popular once we have or have done those things. But, you know, that's the psychological trap that's in it. You know, it's it's a lot of shit you got to go through and continue to go through just to be at that level. Like, you know, speaking of Dolph, he's he was shot up over a hundred times, you know, in Atlanta and God willing, he survived that. So his life has always been threatened just by trying to achieve this dream and supply and, you know, provide for his family at that level. And it's just it sucks because once you go into that, you become a target for people. And especially if you come in from the streets, doctors, ain't nobody targeting a doctor and they still make millions. Ain't nobody targeting (laughs) a, a, a scientist and they could they could make hundreds of thousands the plumber month, ain't getting you know? targeted the architect ain't getting plumbed the it's, scientist it's, ain't getting plumbed. you know teacher ain't getting targeted none of these the fashion designer targeted. none of that not, but we all pick that same one, one that same outcome and it sucks because it feels like it's only us like rock stars don't shoot up each other's tour bus like Yo, and this is why country like, singers don't go bang on each other. It's just, it's really just us, man. And that's why I feel like it's there's black people and there's niggas. I think, you know, we have to really just, and you know, I, it, we sound weird because I remember growing up, it used to hear our parents be like, I don't want you listening to this shit. I don't Facts. want you watching this shit. And you I'm sitting it. here, I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. I get like, it why my grandma never let me put on no rap when I'm in the car or when I had a chance. I, I understand it now. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. And like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I got a kid now. And I'm like, I would want him to listen to the same music I did when I was growing up. But then when, but you know, obviously, you know, I'm in a place where my kid don't have to grow up like myself. Right. Or like, you know, other niggas, like, in my generation and even before me, which is fucking awesome. So he don't got to deal with these certain things. So when he hears these this music or whatever, he's like listening to it as entertainment and he's asking questions like, I'll be able to explain to him what the fuck the timeline was and how everything came to be what it was because, yo, it's deeper than rap, right? I ain't gonna lie to you, it's way deeper than rap, but like... I'm sure it is. This is, this is, this is how... We see it manifest. And then, like, when we get fucking tired, and then niggas be like, yo, you shouldn't talk down on us, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fam, you killing each other. Why the fuck should I even give fucking anymore? Like, yo, I wake up every morning, and, like, I try to sit here and pray for, like, every nigga in the world, like, every <laughs> woman in the world. I'm just like, yo, like, I just want people to have a good day. And it's just, like, you lose hope because it's, like, we're not Real quick. changing. Real quick. A lot of the cycles are still in place, man. A lot of the systems are still in place. But, 
you know, we march and we protest about white supremacy and all this other stuff. That but... shit ain't never gonna go if we keep killing each other. Y'all niggas gotta understand this shit, bro. If we y'all talk. keep dwindling our numbers down, ain't no way we can keep fighting the way that we need to be fighting. You take your comes... father, like our, like some of our strongest resources, right, is our fathers, our mothers, our families, our children, right. These are the four, four of the of the few greatest resources that we have as a community. Just people. Fathers are dead or in jail. Mothers got to raise kids by themselves. Those kids have a chance to either end up dead or in jail. And like, what the fuck? Like, we are literally destroying ourselves. A lot of. And I'm it. not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, I'm never going to listen to Get Rich Without Trying Again." <laughs> I'm a fucking liar. I'm. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that, but I look at it now from a different lens than what I used to. This shit is not cool in real life. This shit is a, it's a sad story. Nigga got shot nine times. Facts. In front of his grandmother's house. My nigga Dolph was getting cookies for his mom. They shot up the whole bakery, too. Like, you know how many kids could have been in there? How many just, oh, you want to stop Where after your game? Shit? Let me get you some cookies or it's your birthday. Let's get you a cake or something. Or That was a black owned business. So now that business is going to have that stigma of being the place for the, where for the, rest of, for the rest of his time. This is I'm, the place where the big one of the biggest rappers in the city was murdered in front of my business. Like, I'm not going to feel safe here. I got to shut down my business. That whole family is going to be affected now. Like, I don't see. You see this shit? You see how far it goes? It's the one thought. simple it's like, fucking decision just destroyed countless lives. A for lot no of people. Reason. A lot of people. A lot of people is impacted, man. And I don't think people think it that far through or they just don't care or they don't see how they're, it's a daily choice you have to make. Every day you have to wake up and make a choice. Like today, you got to choose to be a better person, to be a happy person, not to choose violence because it's very easy to choose violence. It's It's often promoted to choose violence. You feel better about yourself if you can dominate someone violently because they made you feel worse about yourself or made you feel less than in any way and it's just a fucked up cycle man it's a fucked up cycle i really try not to look too much into it because that shit hurts and i don't want to feel hurt because that shit ain't fun that shit ain't fun none of it is fun none of it is fun and now the whole city is on lockdown curfew yeah, you know, I don't know, man. Like people are gonna be mad listening to this shit, but it's like fucking true, bro. Shit, it's man. just like, yeah. I was point, mad watching that shit. Like at some point, we just gotta fucking be honest with ourselves. I never thought I would be sitting here being like, this hip hop shit fucking makes me sick. Shit, like, I wild. never thought I'd be saying this shit. Yeah, I used to eat, breathe this shit on a fucking daily basis so much. Try to, nigga, try to I be almost a part got of signed. It. I know, I know. You could have been in the same system, too. You could have been in the same system, too. That's why I say everything happens for a reason, because, you know, God willing, you did. And then that changed your whole family and you turn into a top 10 streaming artist. But then every day your life is at risk because niggas is jealous. And now you can't come back to your neighborhood or you can't throw fundraisers or pick up. You know, you can't cookies. put a store in your fucking neighborhood. You can't you know, pick up cookies. You can't walk around. Like you can't be in the club chilling with sad. your niggas and shit go up. Man, this is Bro, some bullshit, man. I'm I, from I'm from Far Rockaway, Queens. 
There's a rapper from Far Rockaway, infamously known Stack Bundles. He was literally the joy of the hood. He was the pride of the hood. I remember meeting him once, like in a in a in a grocery store. Like I went to get cough drops, and he was just in there, and I was just like, "Oh shit, this nigga's real!" Like I just heard you want to freestyle with Jim Jones on Hot ninety seven. You are real. Like that made me feel hyped to be like, "Yo, this dude is from here," and. He's pretty much the biggest celebrity I've seen at the time. And then Mm -hmm. shortly later, he was killed in his own neighborhood for what? And, you know, it just feels like you kill the you kill the hope of a lot of people when you take out the hero like that, man. And it's just whack, man. I fucking hate you niggas again. I understand why Drake is at top of the charts now. A lot of that shit can go. You would think there was a phase in hip hop where we were leaning away from that. Like when Wiz Khalifa, the that whole Wiz Khalifa, Wale, Drake, Yo, that's why Kid I fuck Cuddy, with Wiz, Currency, Currency, Current, like yeah, all these niggas, like J it's Cole. Just, like when you watch these niggas, you were like, "Yo, the future is here." Yes, that the that future I is forget here. which uh, XXL that was, but that was the and, best. Um, all all of them have outstanding careers all of those people that were up there yeah because they were all original to them and they were not trying to be tough wild gangbangers od i'll kill you shoot you up drake was was super emotional and in in, uh introspective kid cuddy was like on a on a whole mental melodic vibe wale was just literally making poetry yeah he was making poetry over beats wiz was just i'm cool like i'm gonna smoke my weed and be cool i'm just currency the same way currency was just i'm me i like cars and smoking weed and Especially with currency, he even said when he got with Young Money and he saw how much they were banging and throwing that gang shit up, like he had to distance himself because that is not what he was that on. Wasn't him. You don't want your life to be threatened just because you go to some small town and you do a show, but it's a bunch of other gang members there that don't like the set you thrown out. Like it's 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 all just dumb, man. It's all just fucking dumb. I hate it here. We gotta. I just want to implore like people now, like. I'm not saying to demonize. I mean, we talked a lot of shit about it, right? But like, we should though. We should. We should start telling these fucking these fucking gangster rappers that they are fucking dumb. You are dumb. You made it already. You made it. You Yo, got Boucher out. He's in jail. Probably not going to get out. You like, stupid. Okay, you know what? Right, you had no one shit. hot summer. Now you're going to spend the rest of your life with a bunch of other niggas waiting to take a shower, waiting to go to commissary so you could eat. Cheese it and fucking make a make a jailhouse taco. Like you are stupid. You made it, my nigga. I don't get it. And what what clicked to me and what even made it feel worse for me was I was listening to an interview with Young Jeezy, and Jeezy was a snowman. He was trapping. He was shooting up. He literally, you know, the whole beef with him and Gucci. He was saying how he don't let his kids listen to rap. So what Nigga, fucked me oh up was God. that Yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. It's the you, same thing you, with fucking pussy, bro. He be you, mad, little Nas ass talking about yo, he gained. I'm about like, yo, but listen to this shit. Listen to what you're saying. Kids, but what about you? You make all this shit and you tell everybody else kids to go do this shit, but you won't let your own children take part in what you contributed to. So it's like you. It's just you like how they selling doing. the drugs. You would give yeah. people the poison, but you won't let your people take the poison. Like, fuck all you niggas, man. I hate you niggas with a fucking passion. Like, And I think that's so crazy idiotic. because, like, it comes to a point where, like, as yourself, 
you have to understand that you got to start, even if you're going to do music, you're going to have to do something different. Like, like when I look at, think about Jay-Z, like he talking his music, how he used to sell his products to his own family members. But then he was like, I know that wasn't the right thing. That to was do. fucking wrong. No conscience. <laughs> he's like, I know that was the wrong thing to fucking do. And he's like, that's why now I'm just trying to teach you how to do better. So we ain't got to do this shit. And every, and all these niggas be like, yeah, Hove is the nigga. Hove is literally telling you fuck niggas. Stop this shit <laughs> so that we can be better. You you repping a block that you don't fucking own. Right. You don't own that shit. You could get evicted and now you repping a block you don't even live anymore. Come on, man. You, you live in subsidized housing, bro. You the ready system to kill already someone. got you pegged, willing to fuck your life up by not giving you the opportunity to become better, and you're just gonna make it worse. And now, and and even then, I still have some sympathy because when you got a system put against you, it's hard. But yo, you it's yourself gotta be like, it's a choice. Sometimes you don't get that choice, and I completely understand that. But you, when you get to a point where you do have the choice, choose better. At some point, it's going to be on you. And when you, you finally realize that it's on you, if you can't make the right decision, sadly enough, you just got to reap whatever happens. Back in the day when a gang had like a front man, he would not be involved in nothing. He would never be around anything. He would never touch none of the drugs, hold none of the guns. You are just a front man. You make the money. You rep us publicly, but you are never around. You never. But now it seems like the you 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 get you get more into it once you get on. Right, like you gotta dive in fully in a neon colored Lamborghini. Just a fucking supercar. Like how many of those are on the road? Like all we gotta do is say, yeah, he's he's driving a something something McLaren worth three hundred thousand, and you know holding an AK. Like come on, bro, you really. You really decide to make that choice over getting some sneakers or getting whatever he was getting that you could afford 50 times over. Like the the, the Yo, choices is what I is what I harp on because that shit is just I can't understand, man. I can't understand. And I can't you know understand what? it. It's niggas that would kill to be in that position, and you get in that position just to kill. Fam, I just There's no way around it. There's no way around it, man. This R.I.P. Young Dolph. I hope, yes, sir, it's that, Dolph like, forever, man. The next generations, they can look at what the fuck's happening and please fucking change it, because like, yo, it's not worth it anymore. It's not fucking worth it. It's not fucking worth it. It's There's hard so many to say ways though. You can make money now a safe way. Like you can make money on your phone right I don't... now. But the thing is, you ain't never got to be for any other niggas for bread. On we are in the clout generation, so a lot of shit niggas is doing is not even for money. It's just for the notoriety. It's just to be known. It's just to be seen in that space as that person for even that brief moment. So it's just all fucking sad that whoever did that to Doll for to Nipsey, it's like you did that for what? You didn't gain anything. You didn't gain I'm, anything. Social media. America loves niggas, but they don't love black people, dog. Facts. Facts. That is 
excellent way to put it. I remember when Trinidad James came out and he had the gold and the hair and he was looking like Jerome off Martin. They that loved song that went shit. off, bro. They loved that shit. Yo, look at Hov, bro. They look at Hov when he first came out with all this shit. They was like, oh, yeah, big pimping, all this other shit. But now when he's sitting on 444 shit. talking about like all that dope shit, now niggas like, oh, I ain't gonna lie. When he spits about his old like life, It'd be smart, but he's not sitting here trying to tell you this is what you should do. He's telling you these stories so you can know what not to do. So you this can is make where I came decision. from. This is what I had to do. You can Boom, never erase where so you came you from. You don't have to go through that. You can never erase where you came from, but you can always create your own future. And it's just like these niggas choose not to. I hate to start the shit off on a depressing note, but I really fucking just hate this. I hate you niggas. I hate the fact that you kill each other. I hate the fact that we once again got to say RIP to another talented, a husband, a father, a son. He was giving niggas a key Glock deactivated his shit, bro. Yeah, man. And you know what's the sad part is? If these niggas are still as real as they say, you know, we don't know what these niggas are up to. This is going to lead to more shit, like you said earlier. There's yeah. more fa- like <sighs> and they got the money to do it now. Now it's now I feel like mafia shit where you just put a put a put a price on a nigga head. And, and you just let it go. You just fuck it. Like yo, I ain't gonna lie. If I got if the money I for the hear, lawyers, so if I hear off. that those niggas who he was beefing with was involved by anything. I was looking at both of their comments yesterday and I was like, yo. Shit was wild. <laughs> and to see, but that's what social media do too. Like back in the day, you could have a problem with a kid and, you know, you only him and it. maybe his homies yeah. know. But now, every even if you post something like, oh, happy birthday to my sister so and so, they'd be like, oh, what about so and so? What about such and such? Oh, you ain't do nothing to such and such for such as. It's just like, wow. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an ego attack at all times. And, and, and yeah, so ego many people, will get you killed. Ego will so get you killed. So many people are trying to learn about the street politics shit. I blame academics with the war in Iraq to a certain yeah, extent. That was, because, like, no, now, now you have YouTube. It, I don't know if you've seen this shit before. Oh yeah! Now you they, got YouTube videos. So many of them now that are talking about shit mm-hmm. that happens in the street with names, pictures, with, video you know, footage, everything. Internet detectives, internet detectives. There's so many of them too. They talk about oh, this person was wanted in this shooting of this person who's known by this name, and you can see by the indictment, it's like nothing is nothing is done. Nothing Go is done to in your the shadows room. anymore. And just some, beat off and just mind your fucking business. <laughs> like, some just kid. mind your own goddamn business. Because, yo, listen, like I said, sometimes you don't have a choice. As long as poverty and the system, systemic racism is here, like, this shit is how it's going to be. But we got to be like, when we have the opportunity to do something different, we have to work twice as hard for our communities to change this shit. If we don't do anything... It's only going to get worse. And this is why they be mad when niggas leave the hood and all this other shit. Like, yo, I remember I used to be here. I'd be like, yo, I don't I don't my, I don't want to live in this shit no more. People be like, oh, but, you know, it's not that bad. Nigga, it's that bad. It's, a, <laughs> it's that it's bad. There's a, a constant anxiety when you know your life is threatened at any time. Just being in a location or with a certain not even person. Involved. Or, yeah. 
in Queens, there was a the I, at a certain point, it just felt like the Crips took over the library. So my mom, after after school, if she wasn't home yet, I would just go to the library, go play like flash games on the computer yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anytime I would go there, they'd be like, "Yo, you 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 with the set or what's?" I was like, "Bro, I do not want to be here anymore. I'm tired of telling you <laughs> niggas that I don't gangbang. I'm tired of telling you niggas like that. I'm just trying to do my homework, and y'all just so rowdy in the library that they can't even tell y'all to be quiet no more because they know you would jump niggas in there. Like it just, fam. It, you there was it, so there was bad. a shooting. Uh, I think twenty minutes away from where I live at, right? And like a little girl got killed just by being hear outside. We hear that often too. They're shooting up the park or they shoot and then go through the window or it's just. I told my girl, I was like, don't you fucking walk with my kid out here in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy too. That you can't, unless you got a yard, you ain't getting no, no oxygen outside. They wonder why I be inside all the time. I don't be walking out here. I don't walk to the store. I don't do this. I don't do that. Nigga, because nah. Fuck just that, dying bro. outside. Go outside for what? And Everything I need, though, I like, can have brought to me. I don't, ain't nothing outside I need. I got Amazon Fresh. We got Uber Eats. <laughs> Postmates, you know DoorDash, like, Grubhub. There's no reason. And ain't I'm nothing just like, outside it, I need. It sucks. That we gotta think like this, that we gotta take these steps like this. Extra precautions, yeah. Dude, I remember when I got robbed. Shit. I was coming home from class, bro. And the nigga was on the bus. He got off on my stop. He had a knife. Yeah. He had a oh shit, I remember you told me about this. And like I was so angry, bro. Not because of the materials that I lost. Cause obviously, nigga, I'm I'm good now. I, I, I <laughs> right. like none anything, of that shit really matters anymore. Everything right? lost can be replaced except for your life. Exactly. But I see how I'm like, fam, I'm a nigga just like you. Like, you don't know what I've been going through. You don't know. You don't know. Like this could be presents from somebody that you ain't know about. You think you think I have it better than you now just because I got a few little things on me? Mm-hmm. And come to find out, like, um, there was like multiple he I, there was like multiple in the same week, bro. He was just rob you going on a robin spree. So it's just like at the end of the day, bro, it's just like he obviously ain't think it through because he ain't know who you were. What if you would have had a gun or you would have had a knife and then he would have died? Then that you know, then that's another life loss, bro. It's just none of it makes sense, man. It's a, it's a, it's a dangerous cycle because first of all, you bringing danger to somebody. Second of all, you don't know what what could happen back to you. If you, you know in a what, gang man? and you go tell your other gangsters and now y'all go and shoot up his house or something like that, you know, it's just a lot of it is just fuck shit. And, I hate it all, but I hate it here podcast episode 10. Back again for another one. This one is a definitely somber, somber beginning. I mean, but we got some shit that's like cool to talk about. We're already going like, on an hour now, so 
Let's let's get to something more peaceful. We'll skip the hypothetical this week. Just because it all feels fucking sad, but it's a lot of peace, uh, you know, a lot of war going on, but a few of our top favorite artists made peace this week. I don't even want to talk about them niggas, to be honest with you. <laughs> but hold on. I'm going to keep it mad short. Drake and Kanye finally kissed and made up, right? But let me tell you something about this bullshit, right? These dudes have been circle, circle jerking each other for these album sales for the time. last year and a half, bro. And at, now they want to sit here and act. Listen, I wish Drake fucked Kanye's bitch so that we can really <laughs> have some beef between these niggas. Because for this nigga to sit here and make 27 songs talking, 27 songs alluding to him fucking your wife. It just felt so fake. Like this, the this the picture of them hugged up together. Kanye grinning from ear to ear, cheesing. It just felt like this is what Drake really wanted. That production, though, I get it. He ain't never really? heard Drake on a. We yeah, have Boy Wonder and all kind of beats they from Drake Kanye, that been fire. They ain't Kanye though. Forty ain't Kanye. I guess I don't. I mean, it's it doesn't mean much front. to me. Kanye is asking for Drake beats now because he's, you know, he wanted that TSU beat. So it feels like he don't really care. Kanye needed this more than Drake. Trust me. This was Jay Prince telling Drake, "Listen, hey, I need you to make nice with this guy." You think and so? You think Kanye? Absolutely. This more? Ever since that Jay, absolutely. Drake is the guy right now. Drake got him. Drake got Kanye in his feelings. So Drake don't need Ye for nothing. Drake yeah, got the Midas touch. There's nothing Kanye that's that's as impactful as Drake right now. As as a fan, and as the people looking outside, yes. But as a former artist, Drake needs Kanye to a certain extent too. I don't see it, bro. I do not see Cause it. Because this, because like you, a lot of the top artists do not have complete like catalogs without a few Kanye joints in there. Uh, I mean, not as of recent. Or 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 what they have do? some affiliation with him, right? Because think Industry about it. Baby? Kendrick was on that tour for Jesus. Kendrick, yo, after that tour, you saw Kendrick's rise, bro. After that tour, because that was uh, that was the good kid, Mad City. I mean, that album was a banger himself. without Kanye, though. That album yeah. was critically acclaimed Who he without Kanye. Open for. I mean, because Kanye does have a huge audience, but I mean, as of right now in this modern space, Drake oh, is yeah, Drake is, is the biggest, way yeah. more impactful. Kanye went up there talking about Drake, how he wanted to make nice because all the labels are backing Drake, and no one is going to back him for for doing much of anything anymore. So. He still got that industry cloud to where if you call an artist, they'll come. But as far as going for, forward, for creative reasons, but like when it comes to actual like getting shit done on the business side and the clout side, like I mean, no clout. Yeah, you work with Kanye, like yeah, your shit does get like that. That's but a like, good name to put on your resume. Opening doors, like you don't really need Kanye anymore. You don't really don't need know, a Kanye. That, beat you see Kanye. Like Kanye grinning from ear to ear in that video, man. Just felt like, yay, man, he's my friend been, again. Yay, he's speaking to me waiting, again. They've been, they've been waiting to jump on each other's dicks for like the last two years. I'm tired of these niggas. It's been weird because they'll beef and then 
they'll, they'll be, be friends. Dude, yeah. Um, and um, wants and needs, right? I heard Drake say a lot. I don't know if this is just me that heard I this. I love that song. I do Little too. Baby. I, ain't gonna lie. Little, I know we just little, shat on rap music I, for like uh, the, for like forty minutes. <laughs> but yo, I ain't gonna lie. We all hear I, I play little babies verse like six times oh before my I move on, bro. God, he fucking snapped. Oh my god. God. I don't know why Drake did that to himself. I would have just never put the song out. The thing is, like, no, oh. no, no, because I feel like you, certain songs are alley-oops. It's like, I'll yeah. just go mellow, mellow. So when you come in, you fucking launch this shit. Like, yeah. Little Baby, oh my God. That Fuck. verse will... That shit delicious. was wild. I ain't gonna lie. That <laughs> shit was wild. I ain't the goat, but I fit the description. Oh Oof. my God. We're hypocrites, I know, but listen, it's okay. <laughs> That's humanity. That's humanity. Okay. <laughs> I'm only human, man. I'm only that shit was human. fire, though. I ain't gonna lie. But now, nah, but Drake was like, uh, he said, I think he said something like, I spent some time with, I went over to Yeezy's house because I needed some Jesus. Once mm-hmm. I told him, I'm like, wait a minute. I thought they was cool already. I had no idea that they were still beefing like this. Right. Right. Even before that, there was, there was, beefing and then Kanye was on Glow that was on uh is that more life? Was that? I think that was more life, yeah. Watch um, it was like what what's up with y'all? Like y'all don't really hate each other. This is just rap shit, but it just and, feels and weird the thing is nigga saying he like, fucked your wife. Are you mad or are you not mad? And I'm like, you don't love him the same way you love Jay. There's no way. There's no fucking way for you to be sitting here hot and cold like this. I'm right. like, it's all a ploy. It's all for fame. Drake, Absolutely. he even said it. It's professional rap. So, like, what happens? It's like watching wrestling. Niggas beef Niggas. Just, to, just to get the ratings up. And then become tag team champions and shit. It's, it's weird. I ain't gonna it's lie. Weird. I am excited to see if, if he does. I hope Not they excited. don't. Not excited. But I Kanye am just—he's—he's he's just fucking—he's just a fucking hip—he's—he's he's a public loud hypocrite too, and that's what kind of like makes me more annoyed with him. Like, like you're supposed to yeah. be the goal, but you vying for this young nigga's attention so bad. You're the like, reason why he's even here in the first place. What's wrong with you? You Act and like- Nelly are the reason why this. <laughs> You don't see Nelly sitting out here trying to get a Drake feature. He chilling. He's chilling. You the only thirsty goat that acts like this, bro. Like JM50. Everyone. Act like this. You, you call the only one anyone. That act like this. They, yo, I remember he's like, yo, I tried to get with Lil Baby, but Lil Baby don't work with me. Lil Baby tweeted him. He's like, yo, what you talking about? Yo, I'll DM you my number right now. That same week he was over there in Wyoming. Like, come on, are you kidding? But this me? is what Kanye does. He he latches on to the young hot nigga, get their juice, and move on. He did it with Travis Scott, where the one I forget which album it just sounded nothing but Travis. Uh, you talking he, about Pablo? Uh, no. Um, I feel like it was Pablo. It wasn't Yeezus. maybe Ye- yeah no I think it was Ye- what, what was, was black it? skinhead and it oh, was just Yeezus. all that grunge sound that was all yeah, Travis and then it so? was designer oh, you right no you right then it was right. designer he got with designer it took took panda took all that hype energy flipped it yeah but that remix was fire though I, no I'm not saying it's bad but this is what he does he he latches on to the young hot nigga and it seemed like he can't get a permanent latch on Drake he latched on to Chief Keith early on took the don't like flipped it. And that was it. Everything it's just after like, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. 
he's latched on to someone he's 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 got he's got iconic ghostwriters and you know he don't get he because his production is so crazy i don't think anyone ever had an issue with him having ghostwriters but you know drake said it we was over there writing stuff for you and then you flipped it and got pushed to diss me over some stuff i told you so it's it's I'm, i just well i mean the thing with drake and push i think is something that's like totally the thing with Drake and Pusha stems from Pusha's problem with Baby and Lil Wayne that stemmed from years ago, which I completely understand because that shit was nuts. But it's just like when you in that family, like this is like he was just going to throw shots. It just so happened that Drake is the biggest artist over there. And Drake sat there and tried to fuck with Pusha T and Pusha T was like, listen, I'm the captain here. <laughs> and he flipped it on him. And so it, it just so happened that Pusha was Deep signed way. to Kanye. You know what I'm saying? And it just like so like where's now your loyalty? I'm, I'm looking at Pusha, I'm like, yo, I would leave good music tonight. Right. Like, where's your loyalty? Is it to your artist that literally went to war for you and with you? Or is it to this young nigga because you you cause you so thirsty to steal his juice now? Like and he you know really Pusha chose and Drake to go to war for Kanye, bro. He really did. He <laughs> He Yo, said your homie's six six six. Exodus twenty three one. He sent those shots. I say, listen, they say even the full thing, but I'm talking about you niggas. <laughs> and then he signed came to one nigga that signed to not- another nigga that signed to three niggas. Yo, that was just, my favorite song for like six months. I can't crazy. that shit was crazy. <laughs> that video was hard too. When he was on a bike, just raps like, "Yo, this is this is this is deep. This is dark." Yo, I was like, well, Pusha I know is ready for that. Rap, but listen, we hypocrites, bro. But that shit was nuts. <laughs> but nobody was... died over that. That's the thing. No, it was yeah. it was literally just for rap. It was not a, a call to action saying go yeah. shoot at that man, go kill because, that man. Like, it's just the to reason say, why it was a rap beef. It wasn't like oh, we had issues in the street. But we this got is a rap somebody beef gotta that get hurt from your old from your OGs that signed you. And you just inherited, and then you dabbled with me in it. Guess what? I'm gonna teach you a lesson at this point. I but for this. Kanye to sit there and just like be chasing Drake like this, I'm like, you make every single thing that Pusha T did just obsolete, null and void. Yeah. And you I keep, feel like that's putting that man on a pedestal. Face, it's like, where's your loyalty? You just so you just so clout thirsty. You the only goat that's clout thirsty to me. And why? Why? Shit you know what? Also, in in some other wild news of the week, because them niggas annoy me, they are renaming the Staples Center, the Crypto dot com arena. Crypto dot com. Now listen, I use Crypto dot com myself. I have a wallet on there, hold some of my shit. I fully, I fuck with them, and like, listen, I know Staples. Is no longer a viable company in today's age. Oh, I, I forget bet. Staples is an actual place, bro. I literally <laughs> thought, when the last time I had to go to Staples for anything? That's what I'm saying. So I understand money-wise, it makes sense. But here's the thing. There's like two arenas in my head that should never be renamed. Madison Square Garden and Staples Arena. Like when you talk about those two, you talk about the legendary shits that have happened in those two arenas. Like you, you shouldn't rename them joints. But Crypto.com Arena, bro, That's I understand. Horrible, it gives them a big look now because people are gonna be like, "Oh, what's Crypto.com?" 
And then a whole bunch of shit is going to explode from it. And that's cool. How but, much did they pay for that to get that know. name? I don't Staples know. Staples fucked up the bag if they re up that lease. Because Staples ain't got the bag anymore. Are they going to allow? Company. They got to allow crypto throughout the whole arena now. Because if you do crypto.com arena, you got to be able to. I gotta be able to buy my buy my tickets, tickets in Bitcoin, pay for my, my drinks, concessions with Ethereum. Yeah, fucking, they gotta take all kind of shit now. But I'm starting to feel like a lot of this shit is a scam, man. And I know I'm <laughs> an ancient ass nigga. I still stick to stocks and shit, but the NFTs and all the cryptos that's coming out and nah, failing look, and rug I'm gonna try to make and, an NFT, and if I'm if if it goes off. I'm gonna let you look at it. You'll be making NFTs. <laughs> I just don't get it. Every there was a there's a YouTuber I watch, Coffeezilla, and mm-hmm. he does like a lot of scam exposing. And apparently, on a new Post Malone music video, there's something called MoonPay, mm-hmm. which is I don't know if it's like it's a, it's a crypto or a service of crypto, and mm-hmm. they're paying influence or artists now to promote these forms of payment or or whatever the fuck they are and once i Mm -hmm. see that i can i start to feel like you want to convince me of something that ain't really what it is you know it's like they're going so hard to convince me that it makes me even more skeptical so i'm that's why i don't really pay attention to celebrities talking about shit i really just i go watch the white dudes in in their room right with a bunch of monitors, you know and he got and a shit. family. You know what I'm right. saying? He's like, listen, my kids got soccer this weekend. I ain't really got too much time to tell y'all what's going on, but I'm telling y'all what's going on. Those are the only people I want to hear crypto talk from. I don't want to hear the, from no celebrity. I don't want to hear from nobody. On the YouTube video, you know, he exposed that Post Malone was paid seven hundred thousand dollars in Ethereum. Man, shit to him. Oh, for, yeah, for thirteen yeah. for thirteen seconds of this music video. Yeah. That's like Super Bowl level of of uh, advertising. It's, it's it going to change the game, bro. And like, if like, I'm there's not... certain parts of it that I do feel weary of um, myself. Listen, man. Like I told y'all way back, if it has eleven zeros, I'm putting twenty bucks in that bitch, it's and I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait. I'm not looking to sit here and go into anything crazy because, like, look, you just got to take a chance sometimes. It's like playing the lottery. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many people gotta... lose the lottery every day? It's a lot hey, of people going to lose. You're right. But I'm as, into guarantee. As far as money. I am right now, I'm doing all right. But like I said, this ain't financial advice. I buy listen, I buy stocks that pay dividends. So even I just got one. Yeah, right I gotta now. get you and you see that's the thing now. It that's pays I me wanna roll. to buy it. That's why I wanna roll like once I get more gains from the crypto, I start rolling it into stuff like uh like uh like dividends and like real estate uh groups that like pay you out. Right. Shit. But I gotta Every get month the income I get to payments. get there. So I'm thinking like using crypto to just stack up. In the short term, then I cool. If it goes off and I make like, I got one of them. There's one of them, right? Like if you have like a, like a trillion of it, if it reaches the same, if it reaches the same amount 
that Sheba is right now, it's like $460 million. So, like, but see, again, with that, and what I'm learning, just because everyone seems to be hyping it, is just because you make that much in crypto doesn't mean you can withdraw that much. If there's not that much money in the market, you there's no liquidity, as they say, for you to get that money out. So yeah, That's, you could be a you could be a crypto millionaire, but you could never have that in dollars. So it's so, it's all, so that's it's, why you gotta that's why you gotta pick and choose. Because like look, you gotta be realistic with yourself. Are you really gonna be able to take out 460 mil? Nah. No could way. Could you take out 10? Maybe. Could you take out 20, 30? At most 50. Who knows? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? The way those I've markets seen, move. I've seen people I do really it. Don't know. But like crypto.com arena. I'm still going to call it the Staples Arena. I don't care. Why not just the Crypto Center? Because it was Staples Center. Why not just Crypto Center? To say Crypto.com, it seems like you're just trying to force the website now. I like Crypto Center. That just feels feels obnoxious. Yeah, nah. I mean, I'm glad it's going to bring awareness, but like... Staples fucked the bag up with that one. They ain't got a bag, that's why. (laughs) I was about to say I forgot I, for, I forgot Staples was a was a Staples, real company. Office Max, like all Office Max. Who the fuck? Who <laughs> the fuck? Who? First of all, we need to stop using paper. Why are we still printing things out? Unless it's a legal document, or you need to sign your signature for for something. Like we really need to phase out paper. I mean, you we can got, do electronic signatures too. Even even worse, like we got no reason to be killing all these trees, printing all this paper that's just gonna go in the garbage. Like my mail, every time I check the mail, the it's just thing, a bunch of the coupons only paper and we bullshit. Be I don't is need. toilet paper, tissues, paper towels. Like if we stop doing paper, but you know what? Then we won't have books. And I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I like the digital book. Digital. <laughs> I digital know, is this not but the yo, future i got all these first edition harry potters now because of my girl like i'm like it's just no you got them it. the thing is it should be like records to where it's like vintage like oh i yeah. bought this book like oh wow you really really you really must be in the books if you bought that physical book like yeah everybody's got a phone everybody's got a tablet everybody's got an e-reader everybody's oh, got some music digital already device. so might as well do it to everything else we yeah. don't buy cds no more people who buy yeah. tapes or or cassettes, they really want that cassette as part of like a collection yeah, or part of like because they want a collection. Yeah, we are holding on to the past in the worst way, man. That shit is whack. But speaking of the past, let me could make this a last story just to wrap it up. Your girl is free. It's Britney. Britney bitch. It's Britney, bitch. I don't know why, but low key, I've been a Britney Spears fan. Like it. When her and Christina Aguilera were like at their peak, I was Team Britney, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not ashamed. Back in the the past, bro. Listen, I fucked with her, and I just never understood. Well, to start, she's free of her conservatorship or whatever. However the fuck you say that shit, Mm -hmm. but I just never got it. Like, how were they able to just? like once you're of age, you're of age. What what happened that she was able to be on like a, a like a legal lockdown? Like that shit always baffles me. I don't understand me. it myself either. A I rich ass assume. white woman with all that money, and her dad was legally still able to control all her money. They literally forced her to take birth control. They forced her to have that Vegas residency. 
it, it was weird. It was you know weird. What's so sad about that too. Cause she was saying how now that she's out of it, she's happy just to buy candles. Like she's like, she can go to a store and buy candles now and have cash to do it. And yo, I ain't gonna oh, lie, that right. shit broke my heart. Yeah, so man. So much. Now she can live a real life and she got a boyfriend. They want to have a family, but I mean she already got like two kids already, I think. Two or three kids. I mean, they she had supervised visits and she wasn't able to take them on trips or none of that because she couldn't control none of her own money. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Like people you, forget like yo, and fuck her dad. Because like, yo, you damaged yeah. her relationship with her kids because of your greed. Facts. She says she's gonna sue them. Her and her mother and her sister shit. Fucking little bitch. <laughs> People forget Britney was a child star. She was on uh the, the Mickey Mouse Club. Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. Then she, she was a she was baby. I did oops. And then she started her career when she was young, a teen heartthrob and blah blah yeah. blah. So her parents been controlling her money pretty much since her whole life. They put her sister on too. Right. And she and was in that show. Yeah. That fucking little whore went and got pregnant and they had to take her off the show. <laughs> I fucking hate that bitch. I remember that shit too. I fucking Niggas hate that bitch. Even back worse. in the day, like, oh, oh my god, what she got pregnant? Else? Oh my god, she this was fucking, fucking she little was fucking, bro, what you fucking heifer. But but they never did. But you see, the parents is fucked up because they were smart. They knew that the other daughter, Jamie, was a little bitch. She wasn't worth shit. So she, they never did none of that shit to her that they did to Britney. They fucking manipulated and used Britney pretty much her whole life. And then when Britney did that whole traumatic thing when she cut her hair and shit and stuff, yeah, she was going through it. Yeah. She was fucking fed up, bro. She was fucking fed up. She I was understand it now as I got older. And manipulated. Like, like it her family drew her. I understand it 100 percent Like she was going through it, bro. Like it just wasn't her being crazy. Like nah. she was growing. I'm sorry. She was going through it in the worst way when you don't have the you don't have agency over your own body like you can't do your hair the way you want you can't do your makeup you can't you know they were forcing medications on her to keep her sedated or compliant like that shit is fucked up man so i'm finally happy that she's finally free she's so she's been saying she wants to have kids a family i'm like yo just slow down Mm -hmm. because they were forcing birth control on her yeah, like I, I wanted to just slow down, you know. Slow nah, down fuck that. Live your life nine hundred miles an hour now, because really, now that she's older she and she go got all the, I'm sure at she least. will. I'm sure she will. At, at least go to therapy, work some things out. Because the I'm thing sure is, though, will. even though she's free, we don't want her. Because the, the thing about trauma is like sometimes you'll put yourself in situations that have the same elements of what you were going through with before. Because yeah, it's familiar. So it's like. We, I don't want her to fall into anything that's going to make her feel like the way she was before. So, like, I just want her, like, do enjoy life, but also do it at a pace where you can enjoy everything. Fuck. I mean, she she really is, but like, I just want her to be safe. That's really what I'm trying to say. I just want her to be live it the fuck up. And whatever happens to her, it's not even going to be her fault. It's going to be her family's fault because they didn't allow her to live through certain things as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, or even as a full grown adult. This lady is like thirty something, almost probably forty something, and she's just now. Oh, this Britney Spears. What the fuck? That is a good question. I'm making that up, but. 
you know, I'm just saying she's older in life and she's just now able to get a boyfriend that she can. Oh my gosh, she's have, Yeah, almost forty. Yeah, so Damn, imagine, I she imagine, was older than that. imagine being told what to do by your parents for that long, and not only are you told by your parents, but the law is 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 opposing it. Yeah, is is backing that shit, and even in the worst way, everything you do, your father is getting a cut of it. All these shiesty ass business managers and lawyers are getting a cut of it, and you on stage every night dancing your little white ass off, and you can't really. <laughs> Go home and relax. They popping you with all kind of fucking Prozac and whatever the fuck they putting in her, bro. That shit was fucked up. Fuck her family. Fuck the Spears family. She should just get married, change her fucking name, put out a new album and just bash the shit out them on some Taylor Swift shit. Yeah, I do want her. Like, if she does, if she does decide to do music, I just fucking live, man. Because they've been forcing her to do it for so long, she may not still have that love for it, right? It, it, by the slick chance that she does, I do want her to, to make something that's her now. So that she feels me. like she's her voice is hers now and that she can put something that we can hear her and hear her story and hear her soul again. Because, uh, yo, like I said, like, I remember when she first came out, yo, like, obviously, you know, I was in it for the visuals or whatever, <laughs> but like. The shit we was a banger time. The shit, the shit bangs. Yo, Toxic you know still mean? goes hard. I don't care. That Toxic shit. was that beat alone was was something. So that it shit is what was. it is. But fuck her family. And while we're at it, fuck Justin Timberlake too. I fucking hate you. You fucking. Oh wait, wait a minute. Wait. Nah, I'm wait saying it. Fuck JT. Everything. Why? Everything JT is known for was either because of the women he was associated with, or because of the black people that he was associated with. So fuck Justin Timberlake. We saw yeah, when he finally me a river is so was Timberland. Was Timberland. Was yeah, Timberland. That shit was fire. You was Timberland. Was Timberland. Because of Timberland. Yes. And now name something else so I could say it was because of Pharrell. <laughs> fuck Justin Timberlake. He got up there and he fucking ripped. Uh, Jenny Jackson's titty out and let her take the fall for the whole thing, knowing damn well nah, he that fucked that him. shit up. Yes, it, wasn't it was. Him. He didn't he come to her defense. Something. He didn't come yeah, to her it's defense. His, it's and then, it's and his. then, yeah. But when you sign twenty years label. later, twenty years later, you want to come to her defense because you know your shit is trash and you want to get people back on your side. Nah, that's nah, why. Nah. When you, that's why when I he can't... put out that fucking man in the wood shit, niggas bash that shit because that shit was fucking garbage. <laughs> we don't want to hear no fucking lumberjack fucking. R&B, because you think you fucking black trying to dance around and do R&B. Fuck you, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. NSYNC was better without you, you fucking ramen hair piece nah, of nah, shit. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. JC Chazé was my favorite. Nah, fuck you. Fuck you. Lance Bass was better than you. Fuck you. That's why he on the Food Channel still doing his his fucking show. Fuck you, Justin Timberlake. You can't have NSYNC without JT, though. I ain't gonna lie. You can't have... I ain't gonna lie, though. I think it was more of a Backstreet Boys nigga anyway. And now you're trying to come out and be like, yeah, I knew Britney was suffering and I wish I could do something. No, you ain't no shit. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Fuck you. And who's he married to? Jessica Alba? No, not Jessica Alba. Who's it? Uh, it is Jessica. It is uh fuck the girl know. from Seventh Heaven. No. Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale, yeah. You better watch out, baby girl. <laughs> watch out, baby girl. Cause I ain't got no issue with you. I don't know really what you stand for. You don't be out in the public talking big shit. Oh, she is from Seventh Heaven. 
But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about you. I ain't gonna really put that on you. But watch out for your man. Your man a piece of shit. Fuck you, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh god, you got bad hatred towards this nigga, dog. Fuck like, you. Yeah. These fucking these these. these yo, <sighs> nigga. The middle nah, name is you Randall. Know, it, can't trust a nigga named Randall. Justin Randall, Randall Timberlake. That's his middle name. You fucking slimeball <laughs> piece of shit. Fuck you. Everything you everything you known for was because you was either connected to some powerful woman or you was connected to some black people with actual with actual culture and style. You ain't shit. You, you've been waiting to go off on this for a while. I hate that, man. You know, everything you saying is mad calculated right now. It just it just it just goes to show how people can attach themselves and reap off you and benefit off you, and then when shit go bad, they try to distance themselves. But when shit was good, they was riding with you though. Fuck you. You know what? I hope Timberland never give you another beat again. I hope Pharrell fucking never answers your call again. I hope that they never do an in-sync reunion. I hope that fucking Britney fucking comes out to bash you too when y'all were dating and you was just letting her go through all that bullshit. Fucking weirdos. Yeah, That's why you went to the fucking done, VMAs though. in a full-ass denim suit. You could have come out and spoke just like he trying to come out and speak now. Niggas always want to speak up at hindsight, like 2020 is a fucking gift from God, nigga. Nah, I went through fucking hell and nobody had my back. And they was trying to put us together because we were both child stars from the Mickey Mouse Club or whatever. But you never fucking spoke up and, and, and said shit. Fucking ramen hair piece of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> it's Britney, with the, ramen, bitch. with the ramen hair color running around here. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. I really do hope she come out with some music and just fucking bash all these motherfuckers. Fuck nah, Jamie Lynn. To, fuck her dad. Fuck her mom. Fuck her whole family except for her kids. Fuck Kevin Federline because that nigga got child support being a fucking bum. Fuck all these motherfuckers. I really feel sad for that white girl. Support, huh? I really get because he was a fucking bum. He was a backup dancer, knocked the bitch up, and then saw his meal ticket. And I hate people who want to fucking use their children as a fucking saving grace for their life. Like, no, your child is I, you are supposed you know to what? give your life I'm to glad that you child. You don't... That. This wasn't a topic, but when I was watching the whole the baby situation with his, oh, with his baby mom and all that other shit, I'm like, fam, listen, all right, look, all right, look, look, all right, look. That's gross, we won't try, try to wrap this up soon, but I just gotta say this, right? Like, yo, niggas, listen, put your dick away. Like, if you don't like her, don't fuck her, don't have no kids. Because here's the but thing. But he did. But he did, he right? Did. And here's he the thing, right? Did. You sitting there shitting on your baby's, your baby mama, your child's mother. Your child's gonna see that one day on the internet, live in front of thousands of strangers. What the fuck? It's the same That's thing with the shit. what's her face, the fucking uh, with PJ Washington and shit. PJ Washington's a, a dumbass anyway, but it's like, fam, like y'all just doing things. Y'all don't understand that your kids is going to see this one day, and they're going to ask you questions. You are you going to feel any shame? Are you going to feel any shame? I know I'm a wild ass nigga. I got a podcast. I be saying some wild shit sometimes, but yo, everything I said though, it has some merit to it. Fuck y'all niggas. I don't give a fuck. Like. Fuck like you can't be sitting here disrespecting like the person you had a kid. You fucked them, and then Wrong. when I sit there and called her, oh, you was a side chick. You was I never loved you, but you Yo, fucking was had a kid with her. So who's really wild. dumb here? Who's really dumb here? He's like, yeah, wild. she cuckoo for cocoa puffs, but you fucked her though, my nigga, and you nutted in her, and you allow her to keep the baby and and move her in, and she's well. I mean, her body, like, her choice, obviously. Who's like, who's really the dummy here? That's some nigga shit. 
That's some nigga shit. And, now, and, but she's an idiot too, because he got how many baby mamas? I know, I know. It's a Summer Walker situation. You think you think you're better than Yo, the baby you thought, mamas? You, you thought you was going to be the one? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you just another one. Come on. Another one. You you talking about oh she crazy she just want to be with him and blah blah until you become one of those baby mamas and you realize this nigga ain't shit. He didn't care for that child or that woman. He ain't gonna care for your child or you. Yo, I'm listen. If he shit. has he one, tries to be the exception to the rule, man. If he has one and it's because he was mad young, I I can look past that. When I you guess. got two, three, four, yo, listen. Uh, it's like it's like future. Getting, if right, you right. Fuck with future, you, you gotta know whatever the fuck happens. <laughs> you gotta know. <laughs> you gotta know. You have to know, and you can't be like, surprised yo, we, later we down the line sit, either. We can't be sitting here shitting on women for sucking all the dick that they want to suck and doing <laughs> all the shit that they want to do, and we not sitting here <laughs> being mad at niggas nah. just getting mad chicks pregnant what? for no reason. Like we can't. Be, like yo, it goes both ways. There's bad decisions being made. Nobody is safe. Who come on? There's got to be really, here. What really made me mad? Because at first it was just like, damn, look at them arguing, look at them beefing. This nigga really called the cops on her though. Yo, you called the, the cops on your baby mom, my nigga. And you the one that's wild on this bro. on this First ninety all, pound little girl. And you beat niggas up in the Louis store, and you 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 like you really call you really press charges nah, you on your what? baby mom. I'm glad that he called the cops rather than doing what he's known for to her though. Because if he had fucked her up. That would have been even worse. But is that the is that the line where either I beat your ass as a man or I call the police and press charges against you? Because now what does she do? She got to take him to child support court and they got to do that whole paternity thing. Then let her get it's the bag. It's all gross, But here's the bro. problem, it's though. That gross. bag's not going to be serious because there's three other bitches who's getting a bag off this nigga, too. And then here's the thing. There's three, that's three, that's four baby mamas. That's a couple of kids who are never going to know each other, who are going to grow up without a dad in the home once again. And then we're going to start the cycle all over again all over. if they don't make the right decisions. Listen, man, make the right decisions with your lives. Dude, stop fucking all these women. Man. Unprotected. Have a, like Nick Cannon's out here, two chicks pregnant at the same time. I don't get these niggas. I understand you got money. I understand. Yo, because, you know, I, I used to watch these niggas, these red pill niggas. I stopped watching these niggas. These niggas are phonies, right? They'd be mm-hmm. like, yo, like niggas back in the day, they would conquer women. They would just spread their seed. I'm like, nigga, that's like in like the whatever fucking times they was in, niggas ain't knowing right. better. We know better now. We can't you be got doing options now. Kids, listen, I have one kid. If I told y'all how expensive this shit is, <laughs> right now, bro, just to have one, I have a good career. I make some good amount of money. My girl doesn't have to go to work. God blessed us with that, right? If I told y'all how expensive one kid is, y'all niggas out here popping four. On one you hand? You popping kids like they Mentos. On one house shit. On one hand, especially with Nick Cannon, I know he got the money. So I feel like a lot of these women, you know, see this as their career. I could have a kid by Nick Cannon and he going to take care of all of us and we good. But my thing is, people say you can have as many kids as you can afford. But if it's all about money, it, it, that your child Are doesn't you really have money. 
he doesn't breathe money, you know. He needs that doesn't a create role a relationship, model. right? Now you just got a bunch of kids that don't fucking know you, but you give them money every month. It's like, where does that benefit them in their life? You know, yeah, they're Dude. well taken care of, but but mentally and emotionally, they know that they're just a check to 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 their dad. Like, Con- country Wayne fucked got up. ten kids. God he damn, paid for all his baby mama's houses. That nigga gotta work. He can't not. He and can't he not. It. He he just bought a Maybach. You saw the new crib that he got. You know he got it. But I'm like, fam. God damn. Why? Do you have enough why? energy for ten kids? Like, if those ten kids need help with their schoolwork, can you help all those ten kids? If those ten kids need some just, sort of no, guidance, he paid the tutor to do it. He ain't got to worry about it. That's, Granted, that's... dude. Like, listen. I always tell my girl, like, yo, I right, just let's a say sponsor one of these at that Things point. go off, right? I, you can have two more, cool, but these niggas is out here with no money. <laughs> like I get it, like the baby got money, future got money. I right, cool, but like at some point, do you think that you're gonna be? Do you think this is this money going to last forever, bro? Oh, on top of that, do you think your kids love you? Do you think they know you? Yo, Are you running around the world doing tours and doing that, like. Do you think your child is like has a has a positive relationship with you, or does he just know that you give him check for Jordans and shit like that? So, and that's the thing too, because like I didn't grow up with a dad in my life for the for like like the better part of my life, and I know Same how here. much anger that that fostered in me. I'm like, Facts. now you get now. Here's the thing: this nigga wasn't even rich. Now I have to go on <laughs> IG all the time and see you buying this bag, this bag, this bag. You flying everywhere. You doing this, that, and the third. I can't even get a call. Now I'm not. I'm not sure if that's the case with these niggas, but I'm. I have a fifty percent chance of being right. Nah, that's it. That's like with Fifty Cent and his son. Like his first kid, he ate that nigga. Yeah, but he's and that's and fucked he blamed up. It on the mom, and he blamed right. it on the mom, right? And like I ain't but gonna that's lie, how it is. If, if she once you is stop problem, sending that check, yeah, that's nothing but issues. It's nothing but resentment. Now you got your own son coming out and, like, yeah, and, yo, you that never shit was, was wild too. Because the kid was taking like pictures with like niggas. He was beefing with like for real, for enemies, real. Like, <laughs> like this is with, not. With, and with I'm the, not like like with other the, rappers. With the team that shot him, like the nigga that shot him nine times, he taking pictures with his homies, like and on I'm some real like, street oh, shit. I'm like, oh, I can understand why 50 got pissed about that. I understand it. I understand that. But, but think like, about it. You got 14 shows. You can't cast your son in even a walk-on role or something to get him going. Like, you put Big Meech's son on. You put everybody's son on. You want to uh, put your nah, own son on. You know what? On. He that did explain just... that, though. He said, yo, um, he told his son, how about we start a wholesale business with sneakers? Because you like sneakers. I was like, that's actually a good idea. When, nigga, when Jordans come out, niggas go crazy for them. I can help you. He's like, I had to connect with Nike where we can get all of these sneakers at a wholesale price. And then you just Dope. sell them. The kid was like, nah. I mean, but again, that's he, he poisoned by the mom. But that's what happens when you get on IG Live and you call the mother of your child a side chick and you say she crazy and you do all of that. So now how is she supposed to feel about you to the kid now? So you just you ruin your own timeline. Like Yeah, but if he got multiple baby mamas, listen, lady, you should have chosen another nigga. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> look, 
everybody's everybody got to take accountability. Everybody, men, women, just just before you want to blame someone else for your circumstances, just think to yourself like, damn, what did I do to cause this? How did I contribute to this? Now, Danny Lay's career is, is seemingly over. She could she could be going through postpartum depression right now. She could go and God forbid hurt herself. Because now the whole world is bashing her. She's trying to be a mother. She's trying to breastfeed her child or, or feed him with a bottle or whatever she was doing. And the nigga is shoving the camera in your face in front of thousands of people calling kicking you crazy. Kicking you out the house. Kicking you doing out the this. house, saying you was a side chick and I never loved you. But meanwhile, they meanwhile, got pictures. Meanwhile, we have and, videos of you. Yo, yo alright, you know what? Nah, I'm done with these niggas. Nah, I'm done with these niggas. I'm done with these niggas. I'm it's all bad, man. Nah, because you know what? I understand what women be like niggas shit because it'd be like yo the games that some niggas play like the games that some niggas play with women's emotions but women also play with niggas emotions but you know what everyone be playing with people's emotions we have to realize this we just i I was scared to be out here man i'm scared to be out here but you know he said you a side chick i never loved you and then and then the next clip was like yeah i love you she's like how much Mm -hmm. and she was like that's not enough i'm like yo shut your bitch ass up yo shit is crazy yo they get famous and then they forget that like yo you know you was a you was a regular nigga at one point you wasn't as hot as you were when niggas come up with a girl that loved them before they Mm were famous yeah and then they divorce the bitch just to get like another just bitch to run afterwards. off with a bunch of thoughts i know you know like you gotta respect niggas. left his wife i'm like fam you know how long she was riding with you bro it's crazy i see why she want half of that billion though you you can't it's it's realistic and as a man i'm that kind of shit scares me but you gotta understand she was down since For bottom the beginning since since, since easy since group, e was out mud, here with like, you just chilling bro <laughs> same thing with ice cube girl she been there but there's a lot of dudes who stay with their girls they don't oh, always absolutely. treat them right because think about it niggas Snoop was cheating Dog. on their wives yeah, all this other bullshit she got a bad rap but that's why i respect dudes like kendrick who 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 uh stayed with his sweetheart j cole stayed with his sweetheart got married in in secret yeah you know, you you keep that close to your heart, but you still do your thing, and you and you 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 do it for the for the for the crib. You do it for the crib. But... I just want black families. Listen, exist. man, black women and black men stay strong out here. We in treacherous waters right now. We in treacherous waters. We need to embrace each other, love each other, have patience with each other, be empathetic to each other. Because there are niggas out here and there are bitches out here. And these bitches and these niggas are trifling as fuck. And they'll use you in a second. And they would wait for you to show any sort of vulnerability or show any sort of emotion. And that would be their fucking target. So protect your neck like Wu-Tang said out here in this motherfucker. I couldn't even say it any better than that, y'all. It is what it is. I Hate It Here podcast, episode 10. Yes, for our Spanish listeners and speakers. Because <laughs> we inclusive. <laughs> it's your boy, Russ. It's Kev, bitch.